Hey everyone, welcome back to the Nintendo Rama Podcast. It's good to be back. It's good to be back indeed. Let's dive into some news. Dave. Frank. Compadre, friend, co-host, founder, loving member of the community, Discord friend, DBD expert. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> DBD expert. Uh, nice one. Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, had uh, had a busy time in personal life. You know, we were finishing up college, graduated college. Yes, congrats, um, sir. Thank you very much. Um, you know, NBD, NBD. You know, just small stuff. How are you? It's been a what while. did you What did you get your degree in? Again, for everyone who is listening, <laughs> electronics engineering technology. Here you go. That is that's awesome, man. I'm happy for you. And, and uh, you got, yeah, you I also got a, I think you also got the job, right? Since we right. you, yes, you didn't have yes. the job last time we had this, which was, you know, no. yesterday, if you're listening to this, or jokingly uh, months ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I also got the job. Um, that is another reason that things got busy, you know. I had the job before I finished my um, education. They were like, hey, you're in the last semester. We're going to trust that you're going to uh, graduate. So they were like, we'll offer you the full-time job now and go to college at the same time. So mm-hmm. that's they, awesome. Things got busy. Yeah, I'm sure. And at least now it's one less thing to worry about with regards to like homework and studying because you mm-hmm. you're, you're done with that. So you just have the job. And I'm sure your hours will normalize if they haven't already, which is good. Right. Yeah, actually... Um, because my last final was last week Monday, and graduation was last Friday, um, yeah. I still had odd hours, and I had my first regular, you know, nine to six shift today. Nice, that's awesome. Happy. Um, what have I been up to since the direct? What have I been up to? I actually got a new uh, uh, switch positions in my company. Actually, um, I mm-hmm. did that back in. March, April time when I was transition transitioning. So same company, different position. So that's fun. We're both doing stuff career wise, which is awesome since we can't do this full time yet. Um, and uh, other than that, I moved from Queens and I'm in a new spot still in New York. And what else life wise did we do? Ah, Yes, you, st- you still get your same day deliveries. Yeah, still get same day deliveries because <laughs> we aren't in the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> we uh, what else did I? Oh, I got a new computer. That's awesome. I know I've been mentioning it a few times um, off stream, but I got a new computer finally. So it's I'm in you know the the 2020s if you will, and not stuck in. I think my computer was like nine years old, so it was time to upgrade. Um, I can actually play games now that for a while only Dave could play. Um, I, yeah, the new graphics card, I got a 3080, um, got 32 gigs of RAM, I got an i9, 12,990K, yeah, we went, we went hard, because why not, right? It's been nine years, and I also rebought DVD on Steam, because why not, and Dave gave me crap for it, but, um, it's night and day difference between the Switch version. Listen, we can talk about DVD later. It's there's stuff coming up for this game, so I put that in the I put that in the notes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As far as updates, um, obviously we bought a lot of games. Um, 
as far as Nintendo stuff that's happened since then, um, what did happen? Wait, hold on. Did that did that update for uh, folders, folders happen? Yes, dude, that feels so long ago. <laughs> we got know, folders right? on the Switch. Still not exactly how I wanted them to be, but hey, it's a step in the right direction. Um, I still haven't categorized all of my stuff. I don't know if you even did it or tried to. Yes, I have categorized all my stuff. And then the other day, so I have a category for games that I have beaten. And mm -hmm. I beat a game and I was like, oh, I have to move it from one folder to another folder. And, mm -hmm. you know, you have to, the way that folders are set up is like, you have to go into the one folder and you can't just drag it from the one to another. You have to remove it from that yeah, folder and go to the other and look to your library uh, again, add it there. It's kind of clunky and cumbersome. I don't like that within the folders there isn't a sort function um, for when, mm -hmm. like, recently added or title. Like, you can't sort within this, the folder, but you can sort them outside of the folder and sort the folders themselves. I think that's a miss. I also right, don't I like that they're, they're, they are, as J. Harley 17 in chat says, quasi-folders because you go to a separate menu, menu for the folders. They're not just, like there in your game section like they were in um, the 3ds and the wii u kind of thing right um but i'm not going to complain too much because i always said as people know that i wanted folders and at least we got them now we just need themes and that'll happen right before they announce the switch 2 um and it'll be great i mean they've been doing these weird updates like the bluetooth update and now the folder update just randomly dropping with um system updates no direct preemptively telling us or anything like that just a tweet right. or two so honestly, it could happen anytime. Um, yeah. Uh, how about the uh, the stuff that they did with um, uh, uh, Splat the Splatoon two DLC just added into the the DLC? Right. Oh uh, yeah, uh, dude, there's a Nintendo lot to talk expansion about. Pass. We got the Nintendo, Nintendo expansion, expansion pass, pass for no reason. Um, added in there for Splatoon two. I guess they were hyping up Splatoon three. We got a release date for Splatoon three. We got a release date for Xenoblade. We got the Mario Kart eight announced the track pass which i don't think was in the direct or maybe no yes that yes, wasn't was. the direct but it wasn't uh released and now it has been at least the first tracks and that's awesome um what's it called got delayed advanced wars which was sad but irl things is the reason why right. probably most likely they never officially said it but it's pretty safe to assume i i, I do believe they did make a statement about that but i don't want to say that for certain yeah i don't um, know i don't think it was directly related but it IRL stuff that was going on that, um, well, still going on, uh, caused that delay, but hopefully we mm -hmm. get it soon. Breath of the Wild 2 got delayed again. Breath of the Wild 2 got delayed until 2023. There's a lot of stuff we missed in yes, these, uh, three, so, these three months. Yeah, it's, it's like just as the time happens that we are um, not available properly to do these podcasts, Nintendo's like, let's push all this news out now, just to mess with them. <laughs> yeah, and now that we're recording again, there's not going to be any news, and they're not going to tweet. No, 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 no. <laughs> actually, actually, you know what's going to happen, right? Tomorrow they're going to announce that Indie Direct. <laughs> right, yes. There is a rumored Indie Direct, as Super Nintendo and others have mentioned in the chat, and Dave has called this happening this month. Um... I think it's high probability because we haven't had ones. I looked it up before the show since December 15th. So pretty easy claim there because we haven't had one this year. And June is usually the month for E3, although canceled. Um, that Most people decide, hey, let's throw a direct in there. So yep. I feel like that'll be easy. That's also something that happened. Uh, E3 got completely canceled, not just like 
oh, it's a digital-only event. No, that digital-only event is also cancelled, which makes room immediately for um, uh, game, uh, some of Games Fest to come in and be like, hey, you know what? Around that same time, that's happening this year. Yes, Summer Games Fest now can basically take over. Um, I hope I, it's gotten better since they first did it, but I hope it just continues to improve because it's not where I need it to be yet. Um, right, and I, I, I'm going to be honest here, like... Sony has noticed it, and Nintendo has been doing it for a while, and other companies are starting doing it. The best thing is still, honestly, the direct format. You can put, you can, you have a complete control over the news, when it's going to show, what it's going to show. Nothing unexpected is going to happen. Like, hey, um, our, yeah. um, um, uh, uh, controller isn't working or something. I've seen that happen once at E3 with Nintendo. That. I think that was at the Skyward Sword presentation. Yeah, on yeah, the yeah, yeah. And like with Xbox, where their first one um, didn't turn on, uh, that was great. Love that. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, that and way just stuff like that. So yeah, I, I, I think pre-recorded is a better way to go. And yeah. like you said, like Sony adopted it to a degree with what I forget. What do they call their stuff again? Uh, state of play. State of plays, and then Xbox does also something kind of similar. Um, but they also do that world premiere thing, so <laughs> whatever. Right. It's become a meme at this point. Um, it's it, it it's nice, you know, because these events, you know, these digital events, are obviously <laughs> like smaller in scale. You don't have like big consoles and everything that you yeah. know you need to rent a room for and everything. So obviously, it's a little bit. At least, not obviously, I think it's a little bit cheaper, which means they can do it more spread out throughout the year, which we're seeing now, which I'm all for. Yeah, I, I think it's um, probably better off. Although I do like Miss when E3 was like five days and they would show it like actually on TV back when G4 was a real thing. Um that was always a fun time. But... Must be nice growing up in America and they actually show that. And I, I, I grew up in Europe and the <laughs> Netherlands and it's like, we have like this one game show that shows, you know, a show about video games that comes on. I, I think it was called Gamo and it mm -hmm. showed up like once a week. That was where I got my game news from and, you know, they didn't show E3 or anything. It was like Man, just a quick I half miss... hour recap. <laughs> I just miss like forums being more popular. Now everyone's just like on Twitter or Discord and not that I don't like either of those because I use them quite a lot and I encourage people to join. It's just forums are like, like have a charm to them that just is hard to replicate online and um, it, I just miss see, them. I, I also miss I love, um, IR. What those? What are they called? IRC chats? Is that what they were called? Yeah. yeah uh, dude, I, I, dude, I miss those a lot. Like uh, back when Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, like around the time like 3DS Wi-Fi was happening, those got really popular for 3DS gaming because like you could play online with people and it was a whole thing. And now everyone's like, yeah, what's your friend code? We'll just play. I don't know. I'm dating <laughs> and, stuff here, but. But that's another that's another thing, you know, with uh, with Nintendo now, and actually a lot of companies, you know, they they don't need big marketing campaigns and everything anything anymore. All the social media platforms like Twitter, yeah, Facebook, right. it gets shared. The mar you you put it out there, it gets shared. The marketing is basically free. The only marketing I can remember in recent times now for Nintendo, um, and it's not directly related, is like every time there's a new Pokemon game, the, that's shown on regular TV. Like as commercials, because Game Freak has the budget to do it. Um, 
anytime like i remember breath of the wild being on tv a few years ago um they don't really advertise their mario games anymore maybe odyssey was on there uh but they don't really do that and yeah otherwise it's really just social media everything um they don't really do commercials like that anymore and it's kind of sad um but this is the world we live in it's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's you know it, it, it's basically not necessary anymore. Like I said, the Nintendo Directs yeah. are their are their commercials. Uh, we all get hyped up for commercials for Nintendo products. Be honest, that's what it is. <laughs> I just wish and, they uh, they put more stuff in directs or in mini directs or something than just tweeting about it for like five tweets and being done with it. I don't know. And, like they what, got so good at the direct formula that it's awesome now like when directs first started they were kind of so-so but now they're just like snappy one after another trailer you you rarely get a developer talking and if you do it's engaging and you want to hear what they're saying um uh the indie world is even good about like showing their games having the devs show their game off and give them a spotlight to talk which is awesome because indies deserve more representation and and moving on and I think that's probably why PlayStation and Microsoft copied them because sometimes they would have like 20 minutes of talking and I'm like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I want to read that. I don't, that's cool. I don't want to <laughs> see that. I don't want to see 20 minutes of you talking about the game. I want to see the gameplay. Now they're starting yes. to show gameplay. Nintendo's always been good about showing the gameplay. Yes. And um, yeah, well, what Nintendo also does, at least Nintendo themselves for their games is like, they have their game releases a little bit, you know, split up throughout the year. Yeah. And they usually mm-hmm. focus on the next upcoming title. Like recently, yeah, they, don't they focused, really like they, recently they focused on. Yeah, I, I think recently they focused a lot on Kirby, and then Kirby came out, and basically and they, they showed they showed off like some accolade trailers, you know, afterwards, like hey, show how good, look how good this game is. These are all mm-hmm. the things that people said about it. Good game. And now there's now just recently they started ramping up uh, marketing for Mario Strikers. And Fire Emblem, I've seen too. Yes, that too. Because they're they're then, about, they're in the same month, so it makes sense. And then the only the only time they don't do that is in the case of like uh, delaying Breath of the Wild and uh, Advance Wars and moving up, surprisingly, uh, uh, yeah. Xenoblade Three. When that moved up, they they made an announcement for that. But other yeah, they, than that, they just stick to one or two games to market and promote, and then they move on afterwards. Right, yeah, they, they basically say, okay, here's what's coming out next, all marketing on that, maybe one mm-hmm. or two tweets about the game afterwards or coming out in the, in the fall, and right. then back to random stuff. And they've been good at that, and I think it's fine. Sometimes they overshare, in my opinion, and then it's like way too much, and I know too much about the game. Um, right. But I already know the story before it starts. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's what they've been doing. That's their model, and I mean, it's fine because they have a new game, at least the last few years, on like at least once every month, two months, three months max, and then there's a new Nintendo game. I think three months is probably the longest uh, since they've been ramping up the Switch and it's been selling so well that we haven't right. had a Nintendo game. Um, and you can kind of predict when they're doing stuff now. You know, like everyone knows they do a direct. Um, in in a new year um, in February or March, and it's just been consistent. Everyone knows there's a March game usually to help with their financials. Some they've even started doing January ones now. They always do summer games now, and now fall mm. is huge for them. So it's easy to like predict and get into that motion, so you don't get disappointed because you know their habit, and that's what it is. Um, 
It also helps time with other consoles or platforms that you might be playing on. Like Steam Summer Sale is fantastic for PC gamers, but Nintendo has kind of like disrupted that because they they just throw stuff in the summer now, like every year. We have four games coming out this summer for for the Switch that, that are huge. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Strikers, um, Fire Emblem Warriors. I'm going to throw Monster Hunter in there because it was on Switch first. And Xenoblade. All in the summer. That's insane. Those are big titles. And no, it's crazy. And, and then in September, we got Splatoon, which is crazy. And then right after that, we're going to get the Pokemon games. And then Breath of the Wild next year. And, and that's just stuff we know. And I'm just saying big, big titles. There is other stuff. Um, so yeah, like they're just everywhere every season every month now they're just like yeah we have stuff going on <laughs> nintendo switch has games there's a lot of games there's <laughs> a lot of games i don't know we didn't put this article in here but i'll we'll start talking about articles there was an article from last week where the switch just outsold or out outperformed the 3ds install base in japan which is awesome yes because, i read that um you know that's Significant. The 3DS is a monster, um, and the Switch is far, not far behind at this point, in my opinion. And I think it'll probably reach it or get it close enough to it. I mean, it's we were we were speaking a few months ago about how it passed the Wii sales, so I'm not surprised there. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it, it's been going crazy. I think the only thing that's currently um, stopping the Switch's momentum is just a shortage in components still. Yeah, and Stardew Valley over here selling 20 million copies. This is honestly fantastic. Like, yeah, it's a great game. And I, I own uh, three of those copies, so <laughs> do my I, part. I own it twice, Steam for games and originally owning it in mods. And then I bought it again on Switch because it just made sense to have it portably. And yeah, it's good. There's been continuous updates for it. Um we we now know that the game has sold 20 million copies and 13 million of those have been on PC, which makes sense. It started there. Um, the game hit 15 million in September, which means it sold an additional 5 million copies in eight months, which is awesome. Considering this mm -hmm. game didn't just release, it released back in 2016. Um, that's cool to see. And there's I think part of that a lot going on for Persona Dave. I'm just saying, like, I, I think it's awesome. And they are working on a new game, that Haunted Chocolate 2 yep. game, but they don't have any... That... And they don't have any plans to update Stardew Valley anymore. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, we're done with it, but here you go, and the, the community's well, keeping it alive with mods. That's that's the two things I'm I'm considering the reason why people are suddenly in flux buying it again is because, A, Haunted Chocolate is out, and people might want to get a feel of the game itself, the, the original yeah, game. Yeah, because it looks like it, because yeah. It, it looks very similar, gotta be honest. Like, if if you were to hold screenshots of Haunted Chocolatea next to uh, Stardew, I might not be able to tell a difference. That's but that's fair. just me. That's like the art style he's going for, yeah. But, and that's that's not a bad thing because the art style is just timeless, basically. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and then, um, on the other hand, it's also because there is no more updates coming. You can now buy the complete package. I know that right. people will wait because. I had to start like five, six, seven new farms every time a new update came out, new, yeah. a new farm, you know? Yep. And there's a physical, um, there's a board game, um, and, you know, they've had the cool multiplayer updates. Um, 
Dave and I did start a farm, and then we fell off on doing that, just like we fell off on Resident Evil 5. But we'll get back to both of them eventually. We'll get back to that. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I want to say when it comes to gaming in the evenings, probably next week. This week Maybe. is still a little bit busy in the evening, so back to gaming probably next week. I like that. Maybe back to streaming. Oh, yes, absolutely. I need to set it up again. Maybe, um, maybe we should start Stardew on Steam this time and see how that goes. Sure. I don't know. It can be fun. Um, as far as other articles go, I haven't seen this movie yet, but Sonic the Hedgehog 2 speeds past the original movie at the global box office, and it's the best-selling video game movie of all time, which is crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um, the first one was good. I actually did enjoy it. It was cute. Um, a lot of cool references. Um, mm -hmm. I heard the second one is just better in every way. And it grossed $72.1 in the U.S. within the first three days, which is literally insane. And, and the original um, banked $58 million, so substantial difference. And it's grossed uh 162 million surpassing the previous film by uh which was 148 million that's so, um that's a lot substantial i i did see this movie had to go see it right away when it came out um, yeah uh, so i i obviously went to see it the first weekend it uh, was great um if i have to say anything about these movies the first, the first one is a good action video game comedy movie. The second one is a better Sonic movie because it has more emphasis on that world. You know, it uh, it, yeah. it pulls more from the games than the original did. Yeah, and you got Tails in there, and there's more recognizable characters, and um, yep. Knuckles is in it, and um... there's there's less uh, there's less um interaction with humans in this movie because there's more interaction between sonic tails and knuckles going on so sure. and there's also more recognizable locations in this movie from the video game so you know it pulls from that as well making it feel more like a, an actual sonic movie than Son right. than you know sonic the movie yeah and the marketing for this movie was really good leading up to it like all the posters and stuff and how they were recreating what the game covers from the originals look like i think that was awesome mm. and smart to do that yes, um that smart i they're they're like 100 percent making a third one um yes and i'm not gonna spoil anything from the second one i i didn't know i did see some things but uh they're definitely making a third one so that'll be cool to see mm. And then I believe they're making a Knuckles either spin-off movie or show, I've heard. That's cool. And then, I, I, I um, think Idris Elba was a good actor. Um, I'm sure he did yes. great as Knuckles, so that's awesome. Yes. I I so you know, I've I've always had like, you know, I, I, I didn't know Idris Elba as Knuckles. Because, you know, I know Idris Elba as Heimdall. Yeah. And that's basically all I know Idris Elba from. But he That's does so crazy. He does a lot Knuckles. of good movies. You should watch some of his other stuff. Like for he real. He does an amazing Knuckles. That's awesome. Um, and um, I, I, you know, I, I, Jim, I, I gotta watch this. I, I gotta find. I gotta. I mean, as soon as it comes, because it's pretty. It is on streaming already, from what I understand. No way! Don't tell me that. I'll watch it literally tomorrow if that's the case. Yeah, from what I've heard, um, a friend of mine said they already watched it on streaming, so... If that's the case, then I'm definitely watching it. Uh, it's not on YouTube quite yet. You can pre-order it. 
As far as video game movies go, I know this is probably your favorite one or up there, but like, what other one would you consider good that's not a niche niche classic like the Mario Brothers movie or something like that? What would I consider a good video game movie? Um, I personally like Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time um, because that was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like that one. Um... Don't say Assassin's Creed, please. I, I have say... actually not seen Assassin's Creed yet. I like Michael Fassbender, who's the actor who plays um, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, Altair. Uh, but Altair, um. Yep. I didn't like the movie. Um, my favorite one until I watched the Sonic movie was probably Detective Pikachu because I think they did a really good oh. job at making them believable. Um, I just think Sonic movie is a little better, but Detective Pikachu was great. And I liked um, Ready Player One, which isn't really a video game movie. There's just a lot of video game concepts in it and they're playing a game. But I'll throw it in there um, because there's you know, just too many good pop references in that movie to not mention it. I find I feel I kind of feel conflicted about um, both Sonic the Hedgehog and Detective Pikachu because basically what those movies do is they take beloved video game characters and put them in the quote unquote real world. Real world yeah, you mm -hmm. know, which was such a gimmick for the '90s to do. Yes, it was. And they're doing it again. But and better? it works, and I don't like it. I don't like that it works. I want to see them in the video game world, you know? Does yeah. that make sense? Well, um, Pokemon's hard because there's humans in the games, whereas right. in Sonic, not so much. Um, so Pokemon, they have humans, and it, they kind of just intertwine them so well. That's why I think Detective Pikachu did good, because there's almost no reference to world as we know it. Like, it's all Pokemon. They have all mm -hmm. tons of... Pokemon, um, I'll say memorabilia in the cities and stuff, and Ryan Reynolds did a good job as Pikachu. It was funny. He did. Um, um, and stuff like that. It's not like, for example, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from the 90s, which I actually <laughs> like, but um, is not great to watch now. Um, just stuff like that. But yeah, I, I think video game movies are coming a long way. Um, they're right. better. And it's, it's still better than the Doom movie with The Rock. Right. And the Sonic <laughs> Okay, so the Sonic movie does something the second Sonic movie does something interesting. At one point, and I'm not gonna spoil anything, they messed with some lore that I wasn't a big fan of, but they retcon it by the end of the movie to be video game lore anyway. And I was like, okay, I can be okay with this. The fact that you just mentioned Sonic having lore is crazy to me because <laughs> I don't know any of the Sonic lore. I just play the game. So that's interesting, and I will have to look into that. But that's cool that they do mention that kind of stuff. I mean, I guess there is lore in the marketing, for sure, like the type, like referencing how the posters looked originally and stuff versus the mm -hmm. game cover, so that's cool. Oh, um, and of course, Jim Carrey does an amazing job as Eggman once again. Yeah, he said it might be one of his last acting jobs. I mean, if they can pull him in for three, they might, but that's kind of crazy. Like, is he, it's, he, it's... He's really considering retiring now. It's kind of crazy how Jim Carrey was, like, really popular in the 90s. Then, you know, you don't really hear of him for a while. And right. then he comes out and goes out with a bang, like, Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Like, what? Yeah, both of them. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds like the plot of a Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> <laughs>
He, I, I've always liked him. So yeah, I agree. That is crazy to think about. I didn't think about it that way. Um, just going in and out like that and whatever. Um, now, oh, that was another thing about delays. The Mario movie got delayed. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah, the Mario movie got delayed. What that happened? Like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Nintendo tweeted out as Miyamoto and basically said that it's delayed until when? 2023? Mid-2023? Yes, mid-2023. And I'm kind of happy uh, about it because one, and I'll make it better. Two, we haven't seen anything about it except the cast. And three, it didn't affect me because I forgot for a while that it was happening. <laughs> I, I, I know why they did this. They see the success that the Sonic movie is having, and, and they they're getting they're flashbacks to Genesis. <laughs> yeah. No, they're getting yeah. just flashbacks to what happened with the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo, how, how Genesis just took a giant market share. It'll be crazy if it doesn't do better than the Sonic movie, because then everyone will say, oh, Sonic's better than Mario, and if it does better than the Sonic movie, then that's just crazy sales numbers-wise for Nintendo. But they are working with uh, Illumination, who does the Minions movies, and um, Despicable Me, and those movies are pretty funny. Not gonna lie, so um, they're, they're so pretty good. The, the, so here's the thing with Illumination, right? And I, I, I'm a hundred percent sure I said this before on the podcast. Probably when the movie was first announced. Sure. Um, Illumination might have funny, good movies. But they are known for being all like low budget kind of deals. Well, that's like, true. It's not like they went out of the way to make like a high budget super movie. But you know, with Nintendo, they got Nintendo's money. Know, right? Maybe they have Nintendo's money. Speaking of Nintendo's money, they are expanding their offices in Japan. Are they? Yeah, they they just bought a plot of land to uh, build. Oh, office. I did see that. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, that's how you know they're doing well, I guess, right? I mean, the switch is just crazy right. hard to beat right now. Um, and sp speaking of switch hard to beat, um, apparently don't. certain games that I had, that I expected not to be releasing anymore are still coming. <laughs> yeah, um, Genshin Impact still in development for the Switch, as per MiHoYo and. I mean, that's cool. The Switch version is still in development, and we will release more information as we progress further along. I feel like we've been waiting for them to release information since launch. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know what's... I, I don't... I can't say I know anything about game development, because I really don't. I studied a little bit of it in college. But, like, it's very weird that they've been basically closed-mouthed since launch for the Switch version. Mm -hmm. So the and technical that's... issues must be substantial, because it's on PC... It's on PS5, PS4, and it's on uh, mobile. So there's got to be something that's one, of those, that's one of those things again, right? Like, okay, so Genshin Impact, it's a huge game. I honestly didn't expect it to release anymore on Switch. I was like, the Switch port is yeah. in the water. It's done. And then, you know, on the... Uh, but that's also how I felt about games like doom eternal and no man's sky but it's all coming and there so they are and what do i know <laughs> yeah i mean and genshin impact still wildly popular a lot of people still play it still popular on twitch and youtube um every time there's a new update people freak out people are still doing polls the company's still making money so i'm not worried about the longevity of it it's just kind of like when it gets to the switch will it be like too late at that point i don't know maybe just just like a certain other game that just is being announced as in development constantly, but just keeps getting delayed with the. Uh, no, uh, I think guys. that game. Yeah, I think that game is a little further along in the road to death than 
Genshin Impact, but yes, it's another one, Fall Guys. <laughs> it's just in development hell. Um, before we move on, Super Nintendad asked a question in chat. Are either of you excited for Mario Strikers and or Fire Emblem Warriors next month? And I'm going to let you answer this first, Dave. Okay, so first of all, I completely forgot that both of those are coming out next month. No, you did Um Yes, I actually did. I thought they were further down the line, but I also am having like a problem with time right now. I still feel like we're somewhere in February, March, but we're already in May. I if think I we're say, in March hey, too. <laughs> if, I, if I say E3 should have happened next month, I, I can't fathom that in my head. I look at the date and I see that it's May 9th and I'm like, that does not compute. It's not May. It's only March. Something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, what do you think, though? Are you excited? Yes. Um, that does mean that I have to put in a lot of effort and finally beat Fire Emblem. So do I, dude. I mean, I okay, so I've been realistic with myself, and I don't think I'm going to beat all three houses. I just don't. But if I beat at least one house, I will be happy mm -hmm. with myself before uh, Three Hopes comes out. Um, right. I'm excited um, for this Warriors game because I think it'll be closer to what um, Age of Calamity was for Zelda Warriors 2, if that makes right. sense. Like, Zelda Warriors is great, but it has so much content that it's almost, like, overwhelming. Age of Calamity felt more, um, I don't know, I guess, like, streamlined and down-to-earth. So I'm hoping well, the same thing um, happens here because Final Fantasy Warriors has way too many characters. <laughs> So, so here's the thing, right? With those old uh, Warriors game and the new Warriors games, right? The old ones, they were like grabbing stuff from the entire franchise. Like if the you played Hyrule, if you played the original Hyrule Warriors, you had like, um, you know, characters from Ocarina of Time, um, Wind Waker, like basically everything, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the and the original characters as well they had in there, and then oh, they yeah. had like those they had like those challenge maps you could do. They had challenges. They had free play. They had those. Um, they had a lot. They had like those world maps where you could go like over the entire overworld of Zelda One, Zelda Two, mm -hmm. nothing mm -hmm. to pass the mm -hmm. uh, Game Boy. Uh, you know there was so much to choose from, and they condensed that down. Because basically what um, Age of Calamity has is one world map, and everything is on that world map. Your stores, your level up training points, um, everything is yeah. on that one world map instead of like menus and everything like uh, uh, the original Hyrule Warriors. And the same happened basically with... Um, Fire Emblem. Yes, fight with uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. Um, it was cluttered. It pulled from everything. It had maps to do, you know. And yeah. I don't see that happening in Fire Emblem Three Hopes. I see the same approach, one big world map with your stores, with your um, uh, something, something monastery, Garrick Monastery. I already forgot it, the It's name. also more significant because um, it adds new story elements, whereas the Warriors games are uh, offshoots. Age of Calamity is 100 years before Breath of the Wild, right? So you get backstory into what happened. Um, Three Hopes is, from what I understand, sequels or add-ons to the stories that happen in Three Houses. So they're more like harder to they're harder to miss playing because they add story content as opposed right, to exactly. just a Warriors game where you're hack and slashing things. And and don't get me wrong, just because it has less content doesn't mean it doesn't have enough content. Because at one point I was playing Age of Calamity, and I beat a level. 
and just a good minute new levels pop up on the world map bing 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 yeah. bing bing there's a difference bing. between it's not crazy. enough content and way too much content like i think to 100 zelda warriors you're looking at like 500 hours which is crazy I, I don't need that much content i don't need it i i do remember um the completionist uh, did it or tried to do it i don't know if they yes, I don't the remember complete- if they I, I believe the completionist had a train ride from the completionist's office to Nintendo's headquarters by train. I, I it may have been a day or two or something, you know. And all he was supposed to do was just play um, the original Hyrule Warriors, and he could not finish it in that time. That says enough about how much content there is. Yeah, dude, lot. Um, as far as Mario Strikers, I've been waiting for them to do Mario Strikers on the Switch since the Switch came out mm-hmm. um it's my yes. favorite mario sports game series uh play Agreed. played the hell out of and still play the hell out of the gamecube one played the wii one a lot and i'm really excited the new one looks cool i like the new gimmick of adding in armor and and abilities and customization stuff like that the 20 person league play is going to be so good i am going to destroy people with my league and i, I just <laughs> think it looks i think it looks awesome and the, the whole that new trailer that they showed from Japan where you can, um, you know, do silly things like push your teammates into the ball to, like, get it moving and, like, the new power-ups that they have. It all looks cool. My only complaint is probably um, that the roster size at the moment is only 10, and they're probably going to do what they did for Tennis and Aces and release characters later on. Which yeah, because is that's, fine, that was... but... I don't know. Just give me more at launch, man. Like you should have given me at least like twenty. See, that is one of the things that I Nintendo is able to do these like um, consistent releases because they do this. Now they don't have to add in Daisy and Balancer and who knows what and Balancer because that was one thing that a lot of people on Twitter were upset about. Daisy is not the base game, and she's like one of the basic people. That's like when you know. That's like while Luigi wasn't in Smash. Oh my, shush, shush, shush. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they did it in tennis, they did it in um, Aces, where they add characters, and I like that they add characters in post-game for DLC to keep the game moving and keep playing. Um, they added new maps, so that's awesome, and I encourage it, especially if it's free, but not having core characters in at launch is weird to me. Like, Daisy, I feel like, is a core character that should be in there. Um, uh, I don't even remember the you, full roster right now. You, um, you, you know that... Um... Daisy has been replaced by Rosalina at this point. Yeah, I, that's fine, but it wasn't she. She's in the original one, right? Uh, Daisy, yeah. Like, if you're gonna be in the original game, you should probably be in all of the sequels. If you're just gonna follow a formula like that, I just feel like it's easy Let's to follow. See. Mario, Luigi, Bowser, Peach, Rosalina, Toad, Yoshi, Donkey Kong, Warrior, and Waluigi. Those yeah. are the ten main players we have right now. I'm kind of um, weird. It's kind of weird they didn't put Pauline in because they've really been putting Pauline. Oh, in... uh, Pauline will be a downloadable character. You know that. Yeah, but she's been in everything since her release, and now, and she's not in this one. So that's like a weird design choice, kind of, in my opinion. Um, I feel like Diddy Kong's easy to put in here if they have Donkey Kong. Um, uh, what can we call it? Shy Guy. They usually put in everyone. Um. Mm-hmm. Who else would they add? Um, Donkey Kong Jr. Or was he? And did I mention him? I already forgot. No, he's not it. Donkey Kong. Uh, sorry, not Donkey Kong Jr. Bowser Jr. Where's Bowser Jr.? Yeah, Bowser Jr. is not in here. Um, 
I don't know. Who else would... I, I, my point is, it is a little weird. Like, I thought they would have had a little more than 10, um, maybe 15 or 20, but... I, you I'm just excited the game's coming out. I'm going to destroy this game and play it a lot. Um, a lot, a lot, you know a lot. What, so, you know what yeah. also makes this weird? Like, Mario Strikers 1 and 2, you had the team captain, which was, you know, Mario, Luigi, Bowser. And then the other characters would be, um, you know, Dry Bones, Boo, Toad. Right, the, so like weirder characters. characters. They would be like side characters, but they would be the rest of your team and a captain. You don't have that here anymore. Your entire team in consists. Oh, that's of like true. That's characters. a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, um, that it so was, like Hammer Bros is one of the main side characters you can play with in GameCube, right? Um, yes, uh, and they would and that, uh, Hammer Bros would be one of my favorites. You would walk up and you would walk up to the goalie and you would push the button and you would throw his hammer at the goalie, which knocked him out, and you could then. Just kick an easy goal mm-hmm. in. But you can't do that anymore because Hammer Bros is not in the game. Uh, yeah, so like stuff like that, It's kind of, that's a good point. I forgot about that. Like every character is individualized, which makes it even weirder that they only have 10 characters because every match you're pretty much going to see, unless you can do duplicates, pretty much the same characters. Right. Which I guess I don't really care about because I think it's more fun to just score goals and... Honestly, my favorite thing in this game is checking people into the wall because they get electrocuted and it's hilarious. Um, but like the, saying. the movement in this game, like the movement in this game, right? Like peeking uh, out your opponents and dodging stuff and slide tackling and then the passing in and going into slow-mo. Like that slow-mo mechanic, I think is the coolest thing. And That is, so that like, is cool. So like the gameplay is really what I like the most. I guess roster is second, but I just think it's weird that we don't have more characters like toad is now is a main character but i i'm pretty sure toads used to be and hammer bros were like your 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 side characters yeah i believe toad could jump over people uh, and then the alligator well, not alligator what are they they're like lizards what are, gremlin, what are the they? gremlins the kremlins were the were the goalies and now they're not which is also yeah, not a boom boom yeah i, I it's you know it's the stand it's what a lot of people say the standardization of the mario formula is you know you you have these characters and you work with toes and you don't do anything else. And that's the one thing I am not, I have not been liking much because uh, from Nintendo because of doing that They're yeah. like, Oh, here, here's toad. And, um, Bowser is not even a playable character. character in the original game though. So I guess that's cool. Um, cause they had that Bowser I, mode when he would come down and like rock the, the, the field. Um, I don't know. The field is cool, like how they have it split between two different sections sometimes, or and just like make them look unique. Uh, I think there's gonna be a good chance that some of the fields will look awesome. Yeah, and... true that. But while that is cool, it makes me feel that that is a reason to include less courses because I believe. Um, yeah, that's a good point. How many how many courses did Strikers charge staff? Like eight or ten different courses. I feel we're going to get like four or five at most, and then you can mix it match. I don't actually mind that, because the GameCube one only has four or five, and I don't care enough about the, what the course looks like to for it to bother me. I Literally, the gameplay is too smooth to bother me. Um, and uh, The course I, is kind of like I, secondary in that regard, but I, I get what you're saying. Like We're used to more, so like it's weird to go back. Same thing happened in, mm-hmm. in tennis and golf at launch. I mean, golf now has a lot of courses, but it felt like it didn't at launch. Um, and that was another thing. When golf added new courses, 
they added like those partial courses, like um, the Odyssey courses look cool, but then it's like, oh, this is a part, all of these are like part two courses that you can do in one uh, or two strikes. Part three. Yeah. Part three, whatever, well, you know, well there, like... there's, there's two courses that are part three out of the DLC, and the other three or four are not. So, eh, that one, it's... they mix and match, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Regardless, though, I'm very excited. Honestly, oh, Strikers I'm, is I'm, my I'm most anticipated, most anticipated Nintendo game of this year, right behind Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It's uh, I'm second. S- uh, I'm still picking this up day one. Like, don't get me wrong, I will. Yeah. But, yep. You know, uh, it's my second. It's excited. my second most anticipated <laughs> Nintendo game. I would say my most anticipated game, but that's probably going to Hogwarts Legacy, and I'm not buying it on Switch and buying it on PS5. Um. So yeah, definitely excited for this. Definitely excited that um, Jeff Kelly Summer Games Fest has a date for June 9th. Like that segue, I know you did. Um, June 9th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, Summer Games Fest is going to have an industry showcase, cross-industry showcase. That is actually exactly a month from now. Yeah. Um, Does this have any... Does this have... um... Oh, okay. In the schedule, Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase and Return of the Tribeca Game Spotlight are in its schedule. And that's all they've added so far. Right. Like I said... There's probably going to be announcements at that June 9th thing. But Xbox and Bethesda are their own thing. Tribeca Games is their own thing. I'm sure we'll see the Nintendo Direct somewhere within this time frame of a week or two between... A week or two from when Summer Games Fest starts. I don't think it'll be before because I just... I don't think that's a thing. Um, PlayStation will probably be in here. We'll probably see something from PC gaming. Um, Pokemon is actually rumored to have a Pokemon Presents in May um, to announce, finally, the home compatibility for Arceus and Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. There's a huge data mine that leaked and seems pretty legit for Pokemon Unite with a new game mode and new Pokemon and updates on Scarlet and Violet. And that just works... You've been playing Pokemon as long as I am with, like, the timing, because Scarlet and Violet are out in November, and they usually start in May or June announcing stuff. That's They did the same thing for Sword and Shield. You can go back and look. <laughs> and they gave us so much info for Sword and Shield that I actually stopped paying attention to it, because I didn't want to know it all. So, right. Uh, easy, yeah. to, easy to guess. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I like it. I'm excited. I get excited around this time, no matter what, just for new game announcements and events. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, even though they're not announced right now, I'm pretty sure um, everybody, Sony, Nintendo, will have events then. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's, There's it's, no it's, shot that they don't. There's no shot they don't. The latest, I think, that would happen is in July. There's nothing... There's no way they're not going to do it. Um, I'm hope, I'm kind of hoping for another Oculus presentation because, you know, we both own Oculus. so... One. Good. Good. Oh my gosh. That announcement of Resident Evil the Mercenaries. Free Resident update. Evil 4. Gee, I, I played the crap out of that as soon as um, that released the same day. Yeah, I still gotta play more of it. Um that is a good point. <laughs> I didn't mention it, but I did buy an Oculus Quest 2 when I got my new PC. Um I bought obviously Resident Evil. Um Dave and I bought the walkabout mini golf. We haven't played it together yet. Um I bought Zenith, which is an MMO. I already had 60 plus games on Steam for VR. Mm-hmm. They announced Walking Dead Saints and Sinners 2, essentially, or Chapter 2. 
The Ghostbusters uh, game. Ghostbusters VR, yes. That looks Among so Us sick. VR got a trailer, which was cool. Um, I actually would mi- probably play that Among Us. Um, and there was like sequels to other VR games, if you're into VR, that were shown. So that's cool. Um, yeah. And Cities VR uh, came out. City Skylines VR, which I still haven't yes, played, even though I pre I purchased it. I played it. It's great. It's really, it, 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 it really gives you that slightly godlike feeling when you're in VR and you're just looking down upon all your citizens and you're building roads and all that. <laughs> so it's exactly how I feel when I play SimCity 2000. That's what I want. That's what I need. But in VR. Um, so yeah, we've been excited for VR yeah, stuff it's... and I'm definitely really liking Oculus. It's my second VR. I had the Rift and now I have the Quest 2 and I really like this one. And the wireless is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. Um, I know. I, I've been telling you, man. Wireless is the game changer. It's it's great not to be tethered to your computer. It's great not having to have cameras all set up right to work. Yeah, wireless is great with certain things. VR... 100%. Headsets, I'm still not a fan of wireless headsets unless done right. Like the Sony PS5 wireless headset, the main one they have, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Razer's wireless headsets, not great. I've had a few of them. I think they're better with wired. Um, and just PC headsets in general, I just think are better wired. Um, and I'm not a fan of wireless keyboards and mouses because uh, the latency is just too much compared right. to regular. But yeah, VR, 100% wired is the way to go. And the future, obviously. You mean wireless, you, right? Wireless, yeah. If you get wired, and it's high end, obviously it's gonna be better than the Quest Two. But I'm that's also the difference right. between spending three hundred dollars with the Quest Two and nine hundred dollars with like the Valve Index or something like that. So yeah, and you know, I I, <clears throat> I can't complain. I have like a couple of games on my Quest Two, um, which would be Zenith. I have on my quest to Resident Evil, which looks amazing, by the way. Dude, uh, Resident Cities, Evil 4 is great. Cities VR, which looks nice. Uh, can't complain about that. Um, what else did I have on my Oculus? Mini-golf. Super hot. Super hot. Walkabout mini golf. Golf Plus. Uh, Bait, which, which is a fishing game uh, I got. That one was free to play. Um, and they all look nice. Um, there is a obvious dip in graphical fidelity because I like to bring up the example of Zenith. Um, if you buy it on the Oculus Store, you get both. We're starting to become a a, a, a variety podcast here, by the way. <laughs> yeah. If you buy it, on the, if you buy it on the Oculus Store, you get the Oculus PC version and the Oculus Quest version both. And um, the Oculus Quest version is two gigabyte and installs directly on your Quest. And the Oculus PC version is 25 gigabytes, and that's the big difference in like graphical fidelity, yeah. 23 gigabytes. I think it's um still awesome though, like in general, um, and what they're able to do with the wireless device and having everything stored in there. And plus, it does it. It's not really bulky. It's lighter than the Rift for sure, having had both. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how they put all that tech in there. Like it's really mind-boggling. It is. It's almost just as crazy as when we first saw the Switch and saw all that tag in just a handheld. Exactly. Exactly. And whatever um, the next one is going to happen with. Um, right. Um, speaking of the, the Quest Quake, did you ever purchase that Kiwi headstrap? It's on my wish list. I didn't purchase it yet, but my but like even, is, even the base one is still good. The Kiwi one, I'm sure, is better, but I'm just saying. The Kiwi one is a game changer. I love my VR now even better than before. <laughs> I'm just glad that they're improving because I think the Quest 2 is a lot better than the Rift. A lot. 
like in every way. The head strap is definitely more comfortable and all that. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's cool. Um, and since we're becoming a variety podcast here, I want to talk about the other hobby we've been doing recently a lot. The other game that's been devouring my time. Well, I played it a lot, but yeah. Um, <laughs> before, so I've been playing RuneScape since the first one. Um, they've gone through a lot of iterations. Currently, they're on what what people call RuneScape three, or the newest version, or as regular people call it, just RuneScape. And Dave and I have been playing that a lot. Um, it shares an account with old school RuneScape, which plays off of the 2007 version, quote unquote. And I don't really play that one anymore because I played it so much when I was younger, and I just wanted something new. And this new RuneScape looks great graphically, plays closer in terms of combat to like your your modern day MMOs with action bars and Dave and I are playing it a lot and Dave is addicted um to the game a lot very much so I, I literally see I, him I, logged I, on every time I log in I I may have stopped playing Fire Emblem to play RuneScape he, he's trying to catch up to me is essentially what it is with all my skills and I've created an artificial competition for Dave <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, back to our regularly, regularly scheduled Nintendo content. Look out for our RuneScape podcast coming soon. Uh, <laughs> Risk of Rain 2's first big expansion delayed to late 2022 on the Nintendo Switch. I'm not crying, well, it's just the rain. I hate that. <laughs> uh, I recently started playing Risk of Rain again on Switch, and I made it all the way to the uh, final boss. I will not spoil what it is, who it is. Let's just say that the boss has multiple phases, and by the end of it, my hands were cramping and painful, and I wasn't having a good time, and I died on the last phase, and I have to start all over. I think it's better on Steam, but to each their own. Um, I like this game, but I wasn't, like, I don't know, obsessed with it like I know a few people are, so I just haven't gotten back into it. But I guess that's cool that they are finally doing a like first huge expansion sort of thing and adding updates i mean there's a lot of content in the game to begin with you know what and you know what i find weird about this game already you know what i find weird about this game already to start out with a lot um well that too but when this game originally came out on switch it was still considered early access on pc oh, so yeah that's it, a good point that was really odd in my opinion yeah that's like not really a thing so that's interesting that might be one of the few games that it's done that and uh, um, I expect that once uh, they were all caught up, it would become um, uh, crossplay, which it has not. And you know, and it's not cross Switch progress version, either. Playing the Switch version, I can see why, because um, towards the later levels, when there's like dozens and dozens of enemies coming at you, I've seen a see couple of times frame drop. Yeah. Yeah. But That's what I'm worried about not, for Fire Emblem Warriors, honestly. Because Calamity had that. Not to a detrimental degree. Like, it's it's there and it's noticeable, but not like, oh, I'm going to die because of it. Because the part I died on did not have slowdown. The, the slowdown part, actually, I passed no problem. So, Well, let's hope Fire Emblem Warriors doesn't have it. Um, you, you Okay, so I want to say you would think that uh, Tecmo Kui now knows what they're doing. And Omega Force... Yeah. That is still developed by both of them, right? I think so, yeah. So we'll hopefully but then, see. 
But then I see like other uh, Warriors game coming out, like Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors, and they run like absolute no nonsense. Not both of them. Game. Not both of them. Uh, Samurai, them, Samurai them. Warriors ran really well. Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires, not the regular one, is the one that runs terribly. But then there's Tukin Rambu Warriors, which comes out this month. And that one looks like it runs flawlessly, and I don't understand what's happening. Like, why can't all the Warriors devs just get together and be like, all right, this is how you make right. the stupid game? And like, are there different teams? Do they, do they have, like, a dedicated Switch team, and they don't they know just, what to they do just with rotate. Switch? They just rotate, and they just make Warriors games for each of the companies, and that's what it is. No, I'm kidding, but that's, right. that's how it feels. Um, anyway, Risk of Rain, once it comes out, it looks like it will have two, two new characters to play as, new Void items, and new monsters to fight. And new stages to explore. And it already This has is already out on PC. Stages. Just saying. This update? Yeah. 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 Because I was like, wait, I thought the Railgunner was out. But that's because I have it on PC. Um, so you get the Railgunner, you get the Void Fiend, Void Items, more monsters, new stages, typical expansion stuff. Pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. The best announcement it, of this um, podcast is probably the next one once Dave finishes his thought. Ugh. Okay, my thought is finished. Go on. <laughs> Dead by Daylight's sixth anniversary in seven days, 16 hours. Big reveals, game updates, and good times. We're finally getting cross-progression for the Switch. This is going to be a really la, ba, great ba, ba, time. Ba, you, you say that, but I don't want that like, hey, that is actually true. That has not been confirmed, even though I want it to be true, that that is going to get announced. It's in yeah. seven days, 16 hours, 43 minutes, and 55 seconds from that moment. There's a lot um, of different um, leaks that have happened already that we've seen for mm. Dead by Daylight. Um, I will I will not look. I will not mention all the leaks. I will mention one because it seems a little bit out there. The one that you mentioned to me about my fa- probably, one of my favorite franchises was fantastic. That will be the one. That will be the one I will talk about because it seems a little bit out there. I need it. Um, so on May 17, uh, they're going to show off the Year 7 roadmap, uh, quality of life improvement, gameplay improvements, Chapter 24 reveal, a look at the store. You know, they, they need to sell the stuff. So, hey, let's look at your store, whatever, fine. And uh, they will have a six-year, uh, sixth anniversary in-game celebration. Usually it comes with, like, uh, fireworks, um, collectible items you can get only during that time. Maybe um, a while ago they did a special... Um, chapter for one of their uh, I, I believe it was for halloween around yeah. halloween they did a special halloween chapter where you could unlock special cosmetics for certain characters they have not done that before not done that since they might do that um and then they are showing off the new killer and survivor which have leaked which i won't mention here but another leak has happened and this leaker has been correct about the previous characters previous character this character, if this one turns out to be true, which would give me, would give them credibility that the next chapter after the upcoming one is Resident Evil Part Two, which would have Albert Wesker as the new killer. In the man himself. <laughs> I would love if they put Wesker in the game. That would be sick. It'd be so amazing. Ah. Oh. God. Now here's now here's a reason why a lot of people think this leak is weird. So it would have um, Albert Wesker that's a killer. Uh, now I want to say Ada Wong as one of the survivors. I'm not entirely sure. No, I think that's oh, right. 
I would have to twit on that one to be certain. Um, I'm pretty sure that's I, right. I think that's right. Think, yeah. yeah, Ada Wong, but there was another one. Rebecca Chambers. Rebecca Chambers? Is that the one that would be the yeah, second survivor? I'm looking at the tweet. Okay. From Le- Leaks by Daylight? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, uh, I think that's cool, man. I really do. I think that it would be awesome to see. Um, the most recent killer was uh, from the... God, help me out. The from ring. the ring. Thank you. Um, and I, Dave has got me into the game again. And like since I bought it on PC, I enjoy it more just because it looks visually appealing and not janky like the switch version <laughs> and I, uh, it is what it is i i mean the cross progression is not even going to include my favorite monster in the game straight from stranger things and that's okay so i just bite the bullet and i rebought them on the sale and whatever things happen we move on <laughs> so yeah we have uh we have that now the reason why a lot of people think this leak might be fake is because the then chapter after Resident Evil apparently also has leaked and would be a quote unquote knight as a killer. Dude, K- I'm, just, K- I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we need a vampire. I don't know why well, we don't have one. Now, here's the thing a lot of people find that weird. A knight? Why would it be a knight? Right? An undead knight, dude. Here's my thinking. Um. For Honor. I believe they had a, 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 an event with For Honor. Probably. And that has knights in it, right? Yeah, knights, vikings, and samurai. And so what happened in For Honor, when the, uh, the, the For Honor X Dead by Daylight crossover was happening, in For Honor, you would get to see the Trapper, which is one of the killers from Dead by Daylight, as an NPC that would set traps, would hunt you down, would put you on hooks, would try to kill you, everything, all that good stuff. Dead by Daylight never got anything like that. They only got like a charm. You know, here's a charm. Put it on your character. It's, it's basically a small cosmetic that nobody How will terrible. ever see. I'm thinking that the knight could be a for honor crossover thing. That's true. That's a good point. That's not a, that's not a bad uh, guess. That's weird. That is a good point. Man, now it's not going to happen. See what you did? See what you did? <laughs> That's crazy. I put it out there. Now it's not going to happen. Then again, then again, leakers have been wrong before. Because a um, couple of parts ago, they didn't, the leakers did figure out that um, the artist was coming, which a lot of people call the bird lady. Yeah. And then they were like, after the artist, we will get the lady from... Um, the conjuring the nun from the conjuring oh, which man, did not great. turn out to, which did not turn out to be true because eventually it turned out to be the lady from the ring yeah there's still a whole lot of killers they can do but i'm excited for it may 17th and there's oh. one more disappointing thing that i've heard about dead by daylight on the 50th uh, this is a disappointing one on the 50th that... anniversary they announced dead by daylight funko pops right um, I do believe BHVR, Behavior Entertainment, has officially come out and said Funko Pop has been cancelled in favor of the Dead by Daylight board game. Wow. Yeah. That's sad. I don't really like Funko Pops, but I feel like the Dead by Daylight ones would have looked cool. Yeah, and 
Uh, I mean, I, I'm a sucker for board games. You know, RuneScape and Dead by Daylight both announced board games recently, and I want them, but... Dude, I think, when I'm, uh, I, think I, might, I think I might back the RuneScape one on, on Kickstarter. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I really think I well, do want to. Then, I mean, I got the 20th anniversary uh, for RuneScape, the, the art book, which I highly encourage you to buy. Um, the, the hardcover one, it's worth it. It goes through the, the game's history from start to now. Shows you concept art, gives you details about everything. Um, it's just a cool thing to have, and it's a substantial size book for forty dollars hardcover. So you personally should buy it. But um, I definitely, I think I'm gonna back the board game. I might, depending on how much it is. Um. So next month on uh, next week on Runecast. So next week on Runecast, we have notable releases <laughs> upcoming. Um, First one being tomorrow, Eoden Chronicle Rising, which is not the same as Eoden Hundred Years War, which is coming out next year from Kickstarter, which is a spiritual successor to um, essentially like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and that kind of thing. This one is more of an action RPG that takes place in the same universe and honestly looks pretty good. It's also coming out on Game Pass. Um, I like the art style in this game. I'm tempted to pick it up. It kind of reminds me of the Mana franchise from about the PlayStation era, I want to say. Honestly, when I looked at this, I had um, Sukuna vibes. And um, Muramasa Rebirth vibes from PS Vita. But yes, I can see the Mana version um, as just a side-scroller. It looks cool. Um, I'm definitely interested in it. I might check it out on Game Pass. It's only $15. Um, also, tomorrow is the NIS Classics Volume 2 with Makai Kingdom... Reclaimed and Rebound, and ZHP Unlosing Ranger versus Dark Death Evil Man, one of the longest titles on the Switch. <laughs> um, I've been I bought the first NIS Classics. I'm buying this one. I'm gonna buy the third one. I like NIS games. It's cool that we're getting these old school PS1, essentially uh, RPGs again um, on Switch, and just cool to have in a collection. A lot of people wanted Makai Kingdom, so that's cool that we're getting it. So check that out. Um, Seven Pirates H from our friends over at East Asia Soft is coming out. Another, what seems to be, uh, what do you call it? Turn-based RPG, because uh, there's not yep. enough of those on Switch, and I love them. But yeah, this, uh, this one's all about pirates. I'm looking at the screenshots here, and it re it reminds me about, um, what's that game called? It's a dungeon crawl. I think it's actually in the same universe that I'm looking at it because I have recognized that little oh uh, the seal on top right. Um, Moro Chronicles. Yeah. Moro Chronicles. Yes. And Moro Crystal I, I, and all that. Yeah, the one that yeah. came out in last year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's in the same universe, but definitely, obviously, yeah. same same devs. So you get yeah. I mean, art style I mean, wise. I almost, I almost want to say it is because that character in the top right corner, that seal looking thing, that is. A character in Moral Chronicles, so... Deal-looking thing. Oh, yes. It's... Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. You might be so, right. Um, I, I, I already know what to expect from this game without even buying it. <laughs> or even looking at anything besides that one screenshot. <laughs> I'm getting the physical because I try to get everything I can East Asia Soft to support them. Um, but yeah, I... There's uh, some interesting mechanics I'm not going to mention here if you read the description. Um... <laughs> And I just like the I just like the art style, so like we're gonna grab that and play it. Um, Rogue Lords is coming out as well on the twelfth, which is a speaking of the Devil Vampire game, 
where Why you does it... um, play as vampires, and it looks like it has what's it called combat, um, turn-based combat. Turn -based, right. Because that's Similar... also something we don't have enough on uh, Switch. Turn-based combat. The, when I first saw the screenshot, it kind of looked like um, Darkest Dungeon, but it's not at all Darkest Dungeon. I'm, um, I'm looking at the font of the title Rogue Lords, and I got Castlevania vibes at first, but... Yeah, dude. It... Like, I was like, that's like 100% a Castlevania vibe. And um, it, I'm, I'm looking at the world, uh, at the map system in this game, and it definitely looks like it's more, um, not Darkest Dungeon, but Slay the Spire. Inspire map, yeah. I mean, it looks cool. Mm -hmm. I guess it is a roguelike. Um, I didn't read too much into it. Um, but I thought it was cool because of the vampire thing. And, you know, why not? So check that one out. And then... Okay, okay. I have a question for you. I'm looking at this, right? Rogue Lords is $24.99. And then the Rogue Lords Day 1 Edition, which comes apparently with the DLC, is also $24.99. Yeah, I don't... I was trying to figure that out myself, <laughs> and I just ignored it, because I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. That is weird. Um, then we have this last one, which I put in here for you, Dungeons of Dreadrock, the spirit of 1980s home computer adventure game revived for contemporary audiences uh fight and puzzle your way through 100 handcrafted levels looks cool i like the art style definitely feel the puzzle game like from the mm -hmm. 80s thing where the where you see the whole map and you got to figure out how to do it I, I do like the art style um i think super nintendo actually did a first look on this game if he's still listening and nice. this comes out may 12th for ten dollars so yeah some cool games this month um well this week this month though overall for switch kind of low because next month and, is obviously pretty huge and so is july right and honestly i have been playing a little bit more on my pc since i had you know an actual relatively powerful one that can run games i've been playing a little bit more vr so switch has yeah. not been my at my forefront so i've not been looking at as many games i've been playing um you know, I, I played Kirby. Had to beat that. That was great. Dude, that was a great game. Another game we did not mention. I, I've i been playing Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Another game we didn't mention. <laughs> right. And we also didn't mention Switchboards, which I've been playing a lot of. Like, right. Every month um, they're hitting, bro. They're just hitting. And right now I'm playing uh, Beyond the Steel Sky, finally. I played. I saw the physical for that, um, and it looked pretty nice. And um, I saw that... Limited Run was doing a physical for Sam and Max a while ago. Yeah, I saw that. And you know what? And that, we also you know what didn't mention me, what that has to be hype for. Probably what you were going to mention the new Monkey Island game. That got I, that's exactly what I was going to mention. We <laughs> did not mention that Monkey oh, Island's getting a new game, and I'm like, I'm so excited. There's a lot of stuff that got announced. We should we should just take a hiatus every once in a while, and new stuff will get hype. Apparently, right. also, um. We should have waited with coming back until after E3. We, yeah, we would have had. We, we would have got had Metroid like, Prime Four. We would have gotten the Metroid Prime uh, trilogy, trilogy, Metroid Prime Four. Uh, we would have gotten Bayonetta Three, and we would have probably gotten uh, themes. <laughs> themes. We would have gotten uh, Battalion Wars Three. Battalion Wars Three. Yeah, we would have gotten a lot. Of, we would have probably gotten Marvel vs. Capcom Two remade. Honestly. <laughs> If that happens at E3, I they probably will freak I, I out. I know that a lot of people are working on that to make it happen, but I I have like no idea of like. Dude, the petition oh, is so long. 
It's crazy. So I would so love here's, that. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? Okay, bear with me here. Remember when right before Scott Pilgrim remake got announced that they were talking yeah. about, oh, it might be something we're thinking about. It yeah. might be something that I'm okay doing. It may be this. It may be that. Petition here, petition that. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, it gets announced. I'm getting the same feel with Marvel vs. Capcom 2 here. Especially, well, I mean, Infinite was terrible, so that would be cool. But especially with Disney approving projects like Monkey Island. What and, is preventing uh, them from doing Marvel vs. Capcom? And Sora in oh. Smash. And Sora in Smash. What is preventing them from Marvel versus Capcom? Spider-Man, Wolverine, all that good stuff. Yeah, but are they? Are they really yeah. preventing them? I mean, having a one Spider-Man game exclusive to a company is not going to make it But harder. Sony is still... I, I think Sony is still the owner of all the licenses for Spider-Man except the comics. That means any video yeah. game appearance, any movie appearance, anything has to go through Sony. I'm trying to remember if Spider-Man was in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite or not. I don't know if he is. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was bad because that was when Disney and Fox were fighting, and they didn't have any X-Men in that game. And I'm like, how do you have Marvel vs. Capcom with no X-Men? Like, right? Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that that is one of the reasons why, probably. Uh, yes, Spider-Man looks to be in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Okay, but that was it. that was probably also one of those things where it's like, hey, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite has Rocket Raccoon, it has Doctor Strange, it has Thanos, it has Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, Spider Man, Thor, all the characters from the movies that were relevant at that time. It had a good roster, but it was missing the X Men, and that, and then the game was just bad. Like three was really good with the roster with the DLC. Two is obviously the best one, and it's just like they fell off. So if they make a remake of two, that'd be great. I mean, we're getting that Capcom Fighting Collection, which is awesome and mm -hmm. we also forgot street fighter 6 got announced and they're going to show that off in the summer sony's probably going to have it at their event i i almost guarantee they're going to have it because so uh, street <laughs> fighter 5 is exclusive to the ps5 and pc so they're probably yeah. going to show street fighter 6 at the uh playstation event because that would be silly not to and if God. the rumors are true about Square Enix being bought, they'll probably show Final Fantasy 16 at their event. That was a, that was another thing we didn't mention. Square Enix selling off all those hype games like Tomb Raider, Hitman, all of that. What was up? With they showed that? off. Um, they they sold something else that was pretty significant. Um. Uh, uh, there's another one that they sold, and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." Um. Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Thank you. That was the other one. Um. Yeah, and then they sold like obscure titles off that should have remakes that yeah. don't. But yeah, I like, mean, yeah. it's crazy what's happening in the gaming world. Yeah, uh, you you've heard the rumors that uh, Ubisoft is actively fighting a buyout as well. Yeah, that's the other one. Ubisoft, like, who knows what's going to happen with them? I mean, eventually we might get to a point where it's just Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo having their events, and no one else has events because they're owned by those three. So here, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Um, we know Sony bought Bungie and Microsoft was trying to buy Activision. And well, well, Sony is buying Bungie. They didn't finish yet. And Microsoft is trying also to buy Blizzard. Just confirming. They did not finish either of these yet. Yes, they're, they're working on, okay. on those just, buys. Just right? and, and people are like super worried. Like, oh, it's all going to be on the one um, banner, you know? Oh, it's all going to be on the Sony. Oh, it's all going to be on the Microsoft. But then at the same time, Embracer Group, 
who bought all those franchises from uh, Square Enix they already are, owned a bunch of franchises. They are also raking in the franchises like crazy. It's it's they already it, had it's, a bunch to begin with. Yeah, the, the gaming industry is starting to become like the movie industry in that regard. You know, TV industry. Like you get your big groups that are only getting bigger and bigger by absorbing the smaller ones, and eventually something has got to come to a head and. Even the big studios are being sold off. Like, like I said, uh, I, I honestly, I would say both uh, Zenimax, you know, Bethesda and um, Activision Blizzard acquisitions are huge. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's crazy. And we also didn't even mention um, the fact that basically, oh God, now I just forgot it. What it was? Uh, we haven't. Oh, dang, I just had it in my head. No, I lost it. Oh <laughs> no. It's a fleeting memory now. I'll, it'll think of it again. But, oh, I know. Uh, what's it called? Max Payne is getting remade. And mm-hmm. 1 and 2, which is cool. And there is a prequel to the Mafia coming out. Like, I, they're just bringing back older franchises, which is cool. That's like, it. we're at that time. I mean, we haven't seen anything from Perfect Dark since three years ago. But, and good <laughs> ne- beyond Good and Evil 2, I don't know where that game is. I That game doesn't want to happen like we saw that trailer yeah we saw that trailer years ago and just haven't seen anything oh and just you know a small game called kingdom hearts 4 got announced Eh, as being in development you know how i feel feel about kingdom hearts my point is a lot of significant stuff is happening granted kingdom hearts 4 is at least five years out but like a lot of companies are doing big things um with games a lot of stuff that's crazy it's really crazy. I wonder what yeah, Square Enix is planning here. Like you said, maybe they're being bought out. Who knows? I think they're planning something, if they're if not already. Um, but that's all I had. What I have... did EA recently announce? That they're going to get bought out. No, no, no. EA recently announced a game that they were developing, and now I don't remember what. I know it was a mobile game. Oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, and, got... Sims, and The Sims 5, probably. EA got the uh, gaming rights to Lord of the Rings after the last Star Wars. So that be on a lookout for that. And then uh, Blizzard also announced that there is a Warcraft mobile game coming. <laughs> and a Warcraft expansion. And there's also the return of the uh, the, the Old Republic remake that Sony has exclusive right. to PlayStation. Hogwarts Legacy is coming out. Um, there was another game. Dead Space is getting remade. Like, damn, bro. It's crazy. It's... Uh... Just give me a time splitter than a splinter cell, and <laughs> we're back in the early 2000s. Right? Like, wow, dude. I I actually have been really wanting a new splinter cell game for a long time. Or a siphon filter, or SOCOM. One of those three, if they get remade, I'll be super happy. Um, I don't think we're getting an, a time splitters for a while. Um, but um, we are getting, what's it called next month physically? Um, House of the Dead. So that's cool. I'll House finally be able to play it. House of the Dead is still odd to me. You know, House of the Dead would actually be a really good VR candidate. Right. Um, Yeah, I I can see why, but um, don't we have something similar with that? uh, Resident Evil? Yeah, we do. No, 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 not Resident Evil. It was uh, Evil Within VR. It's basically like a roller coaster ride. Well, I was thinking, because you've played this game, I was thinking they could just take Pistol Whip because that's mm-hmm. on a rail and make it uh, House of the Dead. Oh yeah, I I definitely had that vibe. I was playing Pistol Whip 
And, Dude, Pistol uh, Whip, you feel like you're John Wick if you shoot right. Like, you really do. It's crazy yeah. how good that game is. Alright. And you, you, don't, you don't always shoot as right. Pistol Whip has, like, one of the biggest auto-aim in, in a VR game I've ever seen. <laughs> and that's fine. It's just satisfying. Um, I'm glad to be back. We're going to go back so to doing I. this weekly and recording episodes. More, Nint more Nintendo news instead of, like... More everything. Nintendo... Well, yeah, you sprinkle in some other stuff. Some Nintendo news. It's been a while since we've uh, had the podcast, so you, we have a lot of mm. we had a lot of stuff to talk about, so apologies for the longer episode. But, yeah, we're excited to be back and recording and out there and spreading the news for you guys so thanks for sticking with us and hope to see you soon listen it's not a bad thing to have a little bit of a longer recording because um you know that's that's what they do right uh, you start the new season with a two-parter start the new season with a two-parter <laughs> that should be the title of this episode <laughs> now we're back oh, all right there God. you go Alright everyone, that's it for this week's episode of Nintendo Rama. I hope you had fun. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I, I, I ran my mouth a lot, so yeah. Yeah, better go rest that up and start drinking some water. I will do that. Alright, see you guys next week. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>